0: Everyone, welcome to Still With You. My name is Coley Browning and I am the host of this podcast. If you're already loving the amazing music that's playing in the background, then wait till you meet the guy who created it. Today on the show, I'm introducing you to my friend Arthur Rocker. He and I met this summer when we were working for the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. I learned that he is a singer, dancer, he's a comedian, actor, musician, so many other things. And I also learned after hanging out with him and doing this interview that he is an amazing storyteller. And I say the word storyteller because he shared some moments in his life, what that looks like in him being an artist and having a creative spirit and also following Jesus. Those two things definitely overlap in his life, and he's not ashamed to talk about it. And I find that so encouraging. I walked away from this conversation with him just having had so much fun, laughed a lot, but also felt deeply understood. And I think that's something that Arthur does. He encourages and inspires everyone that he encounters. So I hope that is what happens to you today. It definitely happened to me when we were hanging out recording this episode. So right now you can do two things. You can keep listening and you can also already begin to download Arthur's music. He is on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and SoundCloud. Go check out all that. You're listening to his song, Serenity, right now. It is my honor to introduce to you my talented friend, Arthur Rocker. I'm not kidding. Like, I have been praying for more guy guests to be on the show. So, like, I am so excited that you're here. Thank you so much. No,
1: I love it. Yeah, thank you.
0: Okay, so where are you originally from? Are you from Pensacola?
1: I am. I'm from Pensacola. I was born and raised here. I moved to Orlando recently for six months. Worked at Disney.
0: Yeah, I want to talk about that later. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because I'm really excited to hear that because one of the reasons that i want to talk with you is like i feel like you have such a performer's heart would that oh, be accurate you. to say yeah for
1: sure yeah. okay because
0: like we work together with the blue wahoos uh-huh. and I'm, which is
1: the best job ever
0: yeah, yeah. it taught me a lot yeah. <laughs> like, it taught me a <laughs> lot yeah. because i don't naturally have that i'm where i'm real comfortable mm-hmm. speaking in front of people but like i still love it but it doesn't come naturally to me and i yeah. feel like it comes naturally to you have you always been that way
1: i don't know because I remember times when I was younger. Well, my dad, he speaks at a lot of things, like his job basically. He has a nonprofit. And so, like, really, what's it called? It's called Operation People for Peace. Oh,
0: cool. So yeah,
1: he's super about building up communities and all of that cool stuff. So he speaks like everywhere. Yeah. So I remember being little and like going to churches or going to parks or whatever. And he would say, Arthur, do you have something to say? And I'm like, five and I'm like no no and he he would make me like I guess I kind of learned from my dad yeah Uh okay
0: so I have to be honest like I read your Spotify bio and it said like you always grew up doing like family performances oh yeah uh that sounds creepy that I read that but no that's
1: what it's for yeah
0: you did grow up like doing a lot of like performing in your family
1: I went to Pensacola Christian Academy and I think now I'm sorry Pensacola Christian Academy if I'm wrong but I think If you want to get in music lessons there, you have to be at least in second grade or third grade. Uh So that's pretty young. Yeah. Um, And
0: before we go on, I want to make this clear. When I say performing, I'm talking about like singing, dancing, acting, and doing comedy. Everyone needs to be following you on Instagram because like you're getting all of those things. Were you like doing all of that when you were a kid too?
1: So I did like piano there. Okay. I started when I was like in kindergarten. And I didn't want to do it, but my parents like made me. They're like, you gotta do it. I'm glad they did. Obviously, I fell in love with music. Then like the acting thing just came because I was in plays. When I got older, I got in a boy band. And so that was like probably the moment where I was like, okay, I might have to do this forever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm a
0: huge <laughs> fan of boy bands. No, like, I am too. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I still can listen to NSYNC and just love every minute of them. Best boy Madi- man ever. Madison yeah. Square Garden. I had it on VHS. Oh, did you? <laughs> VHS. That shows how I it's how much I love yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> I like Backstreet Boys a little no, bit, but man, NSYNC they, is no, still. Not, not to
1: the level. Of NSYNC. NSYNC is like the OG. Yeah. Uh huh. I
0: couldn't even do One Direction. Not no, really. They don't
1: dance. That's what I don't like One Direction. Yeah. They don't dance, and NSYNC they're like dancing and singing live. So uh-huh.
0: I like I Boys like to them. Men too, though. Boys I mean, to Men I I is They
1: can sing. They can sing.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're really, really good yeah. as well. How did mm-hmm. you get in a boy band? Tell that story.
1: I went to the church I still go to now, actually, Hillcrest. And back then, the student ministry was huge. At least 200 kids, probably, each Wednesday night. And the guy who led worship, his name was Ben Kimsel. Yeah, and I know him. Super cool. Yeah, yeah. he's amazing. I yeah. actually
0: did a, um, a small young adult speaking event, and he actually like helped lead worship with that. So it was so cool. He,
1: he's so talented. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He used to lead worship and he probably was like 16 or 17 back then. So he was pretty young. But me and my friend Taylor, we were 11, 12, something like that. And he used to always ask the crowd, is there anybody's birthday? And he would bring them up and he would sing happy birthday to them. But one night he said, is there anybody who wants to sing happy birthday? Taylor and I raised our hands. And so we went up there we sang happy birthday we were horrible we could not sing at all really but i guess we Wait, how old were you we we're like 12 okay 11 he probably taylor was 12 i I think i was 11
0: and ben kimsel was 16 16 yeah Ben <laughs> was probably
1: like 16 17 that's something so like good. that and then so he was like okay they're kind of funny we're gonna keep doing this and then two of our other friends seth and mitchell started doing it with us and then it became like a boy band and we started what,
0: what like, were you guys called
1: the Chillin' four
0: <laughs> that's so fun yeah what happened after that
1: then we were doing a lot of stuff at our church like we would sing covers to like boy band songs yeah. like NSYNC or One Direction or like Justin Bieber we did a oh. lot yeah so we did like local stuff like that and we did like church camps like we would do talent shows there yeah. and stuff like that did that
0: just like feed your soul for like wanting to oh, like yeah be in the limelight yes of, or the spotlight again
1: yeah because especially the church camps because that's like 2,000 kids like you're performing in front of. It was super scary, but I love that feeling. I love the feeling of
0: Mhm. What it like describe it? What is it like? How does that feel?
1: I bad? always know if I'm going to perform bad if I'm not nervous before. Really? Cuz when I yeah, if I'm nervous before a performance, I'm like I don't even know how to describe it.
0: Okay, so what advice would you give to someone like me? I'm literally like just stepping my toe into the pool of public speaking. Mm-hmm. I think this question will like help someone else too. Like Yeah. I want to have that courage.
1: I think you cuz it doesn't
0: come naturally to me.
1: And it doesn't come naturally I don't think to most people, but I think you kind of answered that question because I think the answer is courage. Because you can have all the talent in the world, you can have the brains in the world, you can but if you don't have courage, you can't do anything. I heard a saying once that the smartest people in the world are cool, but courage changes hearts. And I think I learned that a lot, too, in the boy band. Like, we would mess up, like, dance moves. But we always knew if you mess up, don't let anybody know you mess up. Really? Just keep dancing. Okay. Or keep singing, Nerd,
0: That's good to hear. It. You're on Spotify, too?
1: Mm-hmm. And okay. Apple Music you, and Tidal. Can
0: you? <laughs> shamelessly, yeah. plug yourself. I'm, I'm here for it. Okay. I want to know everything about that process, though, Mm -hmm. because I have this thing, and I don't know if you've heard me say this before, Mm -hmm. but, like, I love when my friends do music. I will listen to my friends' music because it is so personal to me. Yeah, that's my favorite part of it. this is something that they thought about. They sang until they couldn't sing anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I love that. That is, like, my favorite thing. So, tell me about that entire process.
1: Like, my music process? Yes,
0: getting on Spotify, because you have two EPs out, and they're really good. uh,
1: Well... Let me tell you a story. When I when I was done with the boy band, I was like 17. I wanted to still do music, but I've, I only knew like doing it with the boys. Yeah. And so it was weird because I didn't know what to talk about. Like that was the thing cuz I knew people who were producers, I knew how to make music, but the thing was I just didn't know what to talk about. I started being very very personal, which was weird. And I feel like most. Like through
0: your music or just? Yeah,
1: through my music. And I think at first people were like, wow, like this is, this is a lot.
0: Yeah. When, and, were you in a relationship at that time? Cause like if I did, you talk a lot about that, relationships. In
1: that EP, I wasn't. I actually liked a girl a lot and she didn't like me. The oh, whole thing. That, was that's like, an entire exactly, album right there. Yeah, exactly. The first EP, I did that. I loved it. But the second EP, I'm sorry. I know it's on. Spotify and Apple Music or whatever, and I'm supposed to promote it because it's my music. But I hate it.
0: That's because like it's you know the backstory. Not,
1: that second EP though, I don't necessarily like it as much as the first because this is a story. So after I did the first EP, I met this dude at a show, mm-hmm. and he was a DJ, and so me and him started making a lot of music together. He got a call one day from like this rapper. Who was kind of big.
0: Are you allowed to say a name or not?
1: I don't think I should say okay. a name. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: but, cause of the story I didn't, yeah, I don't think, okay. yeah.
0: Alright, go but, ahead though. No, I,
1: I can, I can say the DJ's name is Riggy Lynn. That's his okay. name, yeah. Okay, no, yeah, I was he, just curious, like, yeah, he's who's making buddy. that phone yeah. call. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah anyway, I know. so the rapper, he called Riggy and he said, Hey, I want you to open for me at this show that I'm doing in Troy. Mm-hmm. Like, at this, like, kind of, it was like a bar thing yeah riggy was like okay cool and he was like arthur you want to do it and i'm like yeah <laughs> like this is my big break like yeah of course yeah i did it killed it but you know what i noticed the boys in the crowd did not like it at all when i was performing the girls liked okay. it but the boys didn't like it and it made me so mad but I'd, how old were you again 18 yeah i asked riggy i was like what's going on and then he was like i think it's cuz your music's too poppy dude Like you're like a pop artist and they kind of like rapper rappers.
0: Did you feel rejected?
1: I did very much. And that's why I made that EP. So I could kind of fit into the quote unquote rapper status. But I don't like it.
0: Are you working on stuff now?
1: I am. I actually took a break from music just because of that EP. Because I was like, I don't want to do this anymore.
0: That scared you then, I guess. It did.
1: Because I thought this was the end. Because I thought if I can't make it being Arthur Rocker. There's no point in me yeah. being a musician or being an artist anymore. So I kind of went to the acting side, just worried about like me auditioning for acting roles. And even though I love acting, I always say like music is my first love. That
0: is your first love. Yeah. So that's what you like more out of comedy, acting, dancing.
1: I don't. I don't know about
0: that though. <laughs> With what? What would the one that would trump that?
1: I love dancing because I think that's the one. I'm the most natural at, but I also love acting because I think it's the hardest for me. And I love proving people wrong. Like, I love it when people say, Arthur, you can't do that. I'm like, okay. And then I do it.
0: That's so interesting to me. What does this new music look like for you then? Because you're saying you're trying to stay true to Arthur Rocker.
1: I've actually been thinking about it a lot because I'm really particular on... I love stories. So I love albums where each song, it's kind of like a journey or like a story. Oh, yeah.
0: Like when you li- are actually listen to an album, you're supposed to listen to it from yeah. beginning to end. Because it does. There's Is like it? Yeah. there's a purpose in why they yeah. lay out the songs they do.
1: But I think we live in a weird time because music isn't like that because oh, no, of it's streaming. Not. I try to be so, that way, though. Yeah, yeah, me too. I try to listen to albums like the right way. Yeah,
0: like chronologically. Because yeah. I'm like, I know there's a reason why they're in this exactly.
1: order. Exactly. Because I always said when I put out an album. That has to be amazing. Aww. Like that has to be the best thing I ever put out. So, I'm working on like EPs, but I'm trying like different sounds. I love jazz. Like I love like.
0: Uh huh. Me too.
1: Yeah. So I want to kind of put out like a jazzy kind of feel. And
0: you're writing like all of your own music. Oh yeah. All you. Oh yeah. So, so like add writer to that as well because like yeah. you're basically doing poetry when you do this. Oh yeah.
1: What well, try? Yeah. Do you I'm mind? actually recording with a guy tomorrow, and he's oh, actually. One a jazz musician in, like, Pensacola. His name's Akeem Hopkins.
0: That's, I mean, isn't that just how this, like, kind of business works? Is that literally, you just meet people? Yeah. Literally, we both just got off work and we're like, hey, do you want to, like, and That's how it goes. Your podcast
1: is amazing, too. I'm going to throw that out there. Like, it was literally my most listened to podcast on Spotify for 2018. Honestly, when
0: you gave yeah. me that shout out, I was like... <laughs> it was good. so it's much. good. Yeah. I, like, I feel so honored, especially because you're like a dude. And I, I don't get me wrong, I love my girls who listen. But man, I'm like,
1: <laughs> yeah, come I'm on, Jesus. Dudes. Like, yeah. I'd love
0: to have some more men in my audience. Yeah. But thank you so much. Yeah. I just want to know, like, what is God teaching you by putting this kind of stuff on your heart to perform and to yeah. create?
1: I learned when I was in Disney... Because I've always wanted to be the star. Like, I've always wanted to be on the camera. Like, be the actor. Be the lead singer. Yeah. I was church hopping when I was at Disney. Like, each...
0: You should tell what you did at Disney. Because I feel like that's going to help this, right? Like I can't
1: tell. I hung out with Pinocchio. That's all you need to know, people. Oh, that's
0: right. You can't tell what you did. (laughs) But you went to Disney University, though, didn't you? I
1: did. I did the college program. Yeah. Okay. So, I did the college program. And I took, like, two classes. Disney classes. I took a Disney business class. Yeah. And then a Disney leadership class. Cause I did go to the Disney business class. Yeah. So it's
0: awesome. Well, but that's right. You can't tell what you did with Disney cause mm-mm. it will ruin the magic.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So if I ever want to go back to Disney and they listen to it. How long this, did you? Six months.
0: Six months in yeah. Orlando. Did you love it?
1: Oh, I loved it. It was the most amazing thing ever. But the thing that was weird for me was the not having a church home. Yeah. Cause I've been going to the same church since I was like in fourth grade. But it was cool and not cool at the same time because I went to all these churches and I learned that I really do have a passion for kids. And it was something that I always kind of knew. But like I would go to these churches and I was like, you know what? I want to get involved in the children's ministry here. And then yeah. I go to the next one and I go, you know what I want to get involved with. It. And then I learned that I think God made Arthur Rocker with this talent. For the kid. I like Mr. Rogers a lot.
0: Oh my gosh, because, me too. And I think I he was up, one
1: of those dudes, yeah. Yeah,
0: I grew up watching that show the entire time. Yeah. That's just different television then.
1: I think that's what I've learned.
0: The says, like, he, like, wants us to come with, like, the heart of a child. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's so cool that when you, like, do this that you kind of have that in mind. That's interesting. I yeah. love that. Okay, so let's go back to Disney because I do want to talk about that just for uh-huh. a 2nd well, okay, I will say this is something that you taught me when you on Instagram will put out the polls. I had no idea that people could see how we vote. Oh, and yeah. so you always I you. Can you explain what you do because it's kind yeah. of funny?
1: So, I watched a bunch of cartoons one night, like old animated films, and then I was like, I need to see if people think that these are well-made because I think they're so good. But so I'll put these polls out of like top 10, I don't know, Disney movies. People will, like, say yes or no. The people that say no to certain movies, I'll DM them. And which, i DM which you. Which is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> because I thought that this was a not-
0: It was not Peter Pan. It
1: I, was Peter Pan. Yeah. And I don't know why. She's my favorite. And honestly, so.
0: here's the- Really? Let's That's talk about favorite? this.
1: Yeah. Why don't you like Peter Pan?
0: I actually watched that show growing up. It's just not one of my favorites. Why?
1: Because- it's so magical. I
0: really liked- what did you like? I like Aladdin. Okay. I like I'm cool with Pocahontas. that. I Pocahontas. I'm
1: cool with that. Yeah.
0: I liked Robin Hood.
1: Mm. mm. Oh. Uh,
0: you don't a, like that. It's a classic. This is not cartoon Disney, but I liked a lot of Teenage Disney. You like know what Disney I mean? Disney Channel? Like that, but like also Ice Princess. That's going <laughs> to sound like so crazy. <laughs> no, yeah. I watched that show like so many <laughs> yeah. times growing up. Yeah. And I kind of like what they did. Like High School Musical, obviously. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a classic. Yeah.
0: So good. But anyway, like you put out these polls. I had no idea that people were knowing that I was could sit like yes or no and like they would figure oh, out yeah. how I voted. And you like caught me and you're like, why not Peter Pan? Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that I was like, actually, that was so funny. That so was remember that,
1: people. If you say no or yes, people can see on Instagram. You
0: still need to show me how to do that because I don't know how yeah. to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so old, but still, I like show <laughs> how to do that. Okay. So speaking of that, this is a good topic. Mm-hmm. Who do you like admire? Like oh, I love, the,
1: I love these questions. Keep going. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going
0: to ask the full thing. So like who is someone you admire and are inspired by in their career?
1: Give you, me a number. Cause I can do like do top three, top three. Okay. I'm going to say Mr. Rogers. I think he knew, or actually I know he knew that he had a heart for children. He also knew that like children's TV and children's entertainment was going in a way that he didn't want, yeah. And he yeah. wanted to change it, and he did it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I love that. He was like a counselor, honestly. Yeah. yeah. There's a documentary on him. Don't
1: you be my neighbor? Did you watch it? I did. It was okay, amazing. So I haven't watched it. Either. You need to watch it. It's so did you good. cry?
0: Are you a crier? <laughs> uh-huh. I'm
1: Not a crier.
0: Are you like one tear shed?
1: It's weird because if people die that I
0: know, uh-huh.
1: it's weird. I won't cry, but movies though.
0: Oh because so the, that's art to you. Right? Yeah, I love art. Yeah, yeah. I get you. Uh-huh. I totally understand. Yeah.
1: That. I just saw Mary Poppins returns mm-hmm. and I'm going to say it, sorry world, but I cried. <laughs> I and it was weird cuz I cried at the worst time to cry. Like I cried sure. at the happiest part. Like when she came back,
0: Aww. like when she
1: appeared, it felt Powerful. That's the only way I can... Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. cry. Yeah.
0: That's so sweet. I love that. I do. I'm that way too, but I will cry at anything too. Yeah. So I don't really have like a good filter. I'm like, I don't know. I've just always been that way. Go back to... Mr. Okay. Rogers. Yeah.
1: Um, Walt Disney. But let me tell you this though. I don't know if I should say this actually. You know what? Let me be honest. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so... Cause this is a, this is a great God thing. This was, this was crazy. Like when I tell people this story, they're like, what? I went to Disney with the intentions of just working. I'm just going to work at Disney. I'm just going to audition for stuff. Nothing else. No school, no anything. One of the girls I was good friends with, she said, do this Disney business class with me. Was she
0: in Disney as well? Yeah. She was. Yeah. We
1: worked together. She was like a theater girl. Like We we just were very similar. I respected her opinion. And so she was like, just do it. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. Did the class, loved it. And I hate school. I cannot stay in school. Mm -hmm. But I love that class. I did well in it. And then I got to be in a Disney leadership class. Let me tell you about that Disney leadership class. I love Disney, still love Disney. But... I did learn some things about Disney that made me not like them
0: Ooh. that much as a company. Okay, so I have a thought on this. My friend Molly, she says that she's like, be careful when you go to intern for something you love. Because exactly. Not that what they do is bad, but you'll hear, you'll it's hear huge. the things yeah. that you don't want to hear. Exactly. And I get it because
1: they're huge. They're going to be money hungry, but yeah. they're really money hungry. One of the assignments we had to do, we had to talk about somebody who made an impact at Disney. And do you know who everybody wrote about?
0: Walt Disney.
1: Yeah. Literally everybody in the class wrote did, about him did you except not? I didn't. Good There's for me you. and another dude Good who didn't. For you. Yeah. So I wrote about the CEO who came to Disney in the 90s named Michael Eisner. A lot of people look at him like he's crazy cuz he did a bunch of like crazy ideas. But I think he brought Disney back to life mm. cuz those Disney movies in the 90s were amazing. Like, Pocahontas, Aladdin, Lion King, all those. Yeah. The parks were amazing. Anyway, I think... Oh, are-
0: I should have added to my list, like, Frozen. And even better than Frozen, I think, is Moana. I think Moana... Moana's super Moana's good. Moana's better than Frozen, I will dare say. I- I'm
1: tired of Frozen, but the first time I saw Frozen... I was like, wow.
0: Oh, the first time I saw Frozen, the theater actually was ice cold and I felt like I was there. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> it was like one of the coldest winter nights in Missouri and we all went to the theater and I was like, this feels magical. But the cold never
1: bothered you anyway.
0: Good one. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. But- I ha- I'm loving Moana right now still.
1: Moana's good.
0: Okay. So go back to what you were saying. So you wrote about the season. Yeah.
1: So Michael Eisner, he was in a meeting with a bunch of people from Disney, like higher ups. I don't know. They said, great job, Michael Eisner. The movies are great. The parks are back on top. Everything's good. And then Michael Eisner said, no, they're not good yet. And then they're like, what? Mm -hmm. And then he said, you know, we need to do one more thing. And they're like, what? And he said, we need to be on TV. And do you know what Disney said? This is what blew my mind. What? Disney said, no, because we cannot compete with Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, and PBS Kids. But that blew my mind to think there was a time in history where Disney was not on top. Yeah. And so I started like researching like Nick and then like Cartoon Network and PBS Kids especially. I found out that I'm probably not going to be staying in Disney. And I was literally praying because I did not want to come back to Pensacola. I was like, God, <laughs> if I come back to Pensacola something amazing has to happen. I have to have a great job or something. I don't know. Literally got back, worked at Wahoos two nights, met this lady at Wahoos. She was a producer for PBS. And I saw her from time to time. And then eventually she was like, hey, you want to work for PBS Kids? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And it was crazy how it happened because I literally like prayed, God, something crazy has to happen. I I love stories like that. I know. And it happened like, it was very specific, like, pbs kids that's what you want cool here
0: that's so amazing yeah so share what you do with them
1: right now i'm an educational outreach like assistant i just do i don't even know like the educational stuff so like i hang out at the pbs kids imagination station and like read stories to kids and do crafts with kids and come up with them and yeah it's fun but i will say this there's this girl, she's from Pensacola, her name's Faith Jess, she's a singer uh-huh. and a songwriter. She's like a pop star, a legit Taylor Swift,
0: Aww. but she's
1: a genius when it comes to writing, just anything in general, like songs, scripts.
0: So you guys have been working together though. Oh yeah, we've yeah. been
1: working together, so me and her are working on something, hopefully it's gonna turn out good, we're gonna, you know pitch it to pitch. somebody yeah
0: man you're uh, full of secrets yeah <laughs> we can't know what's going on with Disney we can't know yeah. that's amazing this episode of Still With You is sponsored by Tropical the label from the beach to the streets their statement tees have been curated for the girl who prides in the pure bliss of her southern paradise, the Gulf Coast. They are creatively breaking boundaries of passe beachwear. Today, you can use the code STILLWITHU15 to receive 15% off your entire order with Tropical, the label. Just visit Tropical, the And again, use the code still with you 15 to receive 15% off your entire order. My personal favorite is the Emerald Royal pineapple tea. It is one of my I faves him, and you can get your own today. Again, use the code still with you 15 to receive 15% off your entire order. When you visit Tropical, the label.com. Okay, so go back. We need to talk and finish who your third
1: person is. So second was Walt Disney. Third? See, I have like 20 people in my mind, but I'm trying to narrow You can name a few
0: more. I don't care.
1: But you said top three.
0: Do top five. More three is more. More is good.
1: Okay. So I'm going to say Michael Jackson. There's apparently going to be like a documentary on like Michael Jackson and like the stuff that happened with the kids, mm-hmm. the allegations or whatever. I know it's not true. Okay. But I'm so scared. I was just talking to my friend about this. I'm so scared when it comes out, it's going to be true um, and it's yeah. going to break my heart because I love Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's my dad because like, I, yeah. I was like raised on that.
0: I hope it's not true. I hope, yeah. I think fame does weird things to people. It does. So I, it doesn't only do things to the person that fame's around. It is to the people who are around them.
1: Very true. Very true.
0: I love Michael Jackson too. Uh-huh. Like, I wasn't raised on him, but I definitely like started listening to his music. Early part of my high school, oh mm-hmm. my goodness, like, I went back and, like, watched some of his music videos. Oh,
1: yeah, that's what I always did. Yeah.
0: Such classics.
1: I had this lady recently, she asked me, she said, Arthur, like, kind of what you said, do you cry a lot? And I'm like, no, nah, not really. And then she was like, when's the last time you really, really, really cried? And then I said Mary Poppins, and then she was like, no, nah, but you probably only cried, like, a little bit. And then she said, when, when was the last time you really, really cried? And then I said, probably when Michael Jackson died. Yeah. And I remember that day. I was like in fifth grade. And I remember it was in the summer. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was watching Disney Channel. I like kind of turned over and I hit the remote. And it went to like CNN or Fox or something. And then it was like, Michael Jackson has been hospitalized. And I watched it. And I remember I called my dad. like, Michael Jackson (laughs) died. And I, yeah. I remember it was weird because my dad was like, like, he was sad, of course, but he yeah. was like, why are you crying? <laughs> like, that's Michael Jackson. I <laughs> don't know. Like, yeah, But yeah, I was super sad.
0: That's so weird that you remember that because I remember that, too. Like, how old are you?
1: I am 22, 22. I just turned 22. Okay, I, why, I just yeah. turned 23. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's so weird because yeah. I remember that, too. And it's like, I feel like we didn't grow up in the no, 80s. No, we didn't. So, like, why yeah. does he have a place in our heart? Exactly, yeah. But I remember that because that was the day, like, I was watching in the doctor's office while my grandma had broke her arm and was at the hospital, and I remember watching it, and I was like, this is really sad. We have lost one of the greatest artists we'll ever have. Yeah. That's weird that we remember that, though, because I feel like we shouldn't have a connection. Yeah, exactly.
1: He's old. He is old. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. You're the first person I've actually talked to who's had that connection, too. No, yeah. Okay. Anything more about MJ?
1: Mm, No, I love him, though. He's so good. I love Michael Jackson, yeah.
0: That's so funny because I just watched your Instagram story when you were at Michael Jackson's star.
1: When I was in Disney, though, we could go to any park in the world for Mm -hmm. free, any Disney park. So I was like, I've never been to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. So I went up there, literally just go to Disneyland. Yeah, with some friends from Disney. So it was super fun. That's
0: so cool. Did you like California?
1: I did. But I thought I would like it much more than I did. But I think I had kind of an epiphany type of moment, though, at Disneyland. Oh, tell. I flew by myself, but I was meeting friends up there. And so I stayed in, like, an Airbnb by myself. And the first day, I went to Disneyland with my friends. And then the second day, I just went by myself. And it was weird for me, because I don't usually do stuff like that, like, go places by myself. And then I went to Disneyland, and on Main Street in Disneyland, there's kind of walt disney museum type of thing and i stayed in there for like two hours Mm -hmm. reading everything and then i thought like in my head i was like i want to be walt disney i don't want to be michael jackson anymore i don't want to be justin timberlake i don't want to be the star anymore i want to be walt disney i want to make yeah something huge like that
0: when i go to places like that mine wouldn't be somewhere in disney but it would probably be like when i'm visiting nashville Mm -hmm. And like when I'm any concert that I go to, I really, I'm a huge concert person. I love Mm -hmm. concerts. I feel like my heart and my mind are like flashing, like soaking up everything. Mm -hmm. Do you you feel that same way? Yeah. Like I'm like, I feel like you had a moment there where you said you had an epiphany about what you wanted. Like I get this thing, like my creative senses are just like almost like flashing, like soaking up, like taking every moment and like I hold on to it. I'm like. I have all this no. creative energy. You know what I mean? It's one of those moments. You're definitely yeah.
1: an artist, though. I read this book about artists, mm-hmm. and they always have these places that they go to. And it's kind of their, not like reborn, but kind of getting the groove back. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like concerts are like your thing. Like
0: They really are.
1: Like you they get all these ideas. Like that's what I feel like when I go to places like It's like, like they that. make
0: me feel so alive. Yeah. But I think
1: fans... To artists, I don't know if they necessarily get that feeling. I think they just...
0: But I think inter- they have to go to their place, too.
1: Yeah. But I don't think a lot of people have that place unless you're an artist.
0: Where's your place?
1: I think my place is Disney. When I was at Disney, like the days I was off, I would go to a park and I would bring my notebook and I would write. And it was weird. Because I'm literally writing in the busiest place on earth. But it felt, felt good. And I went recently... Because my parents live in Orlando, so sometimes I'll just go to Orlando for a weekend. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I'll bring my Bible. I'll bring, like, I don't know. I'll bring a notebook. I'll bring my laptop. Yeah. I'll just sit somewhere for, like, three hours.
0: That's interesting, though, that you feel that same way about, like, places. Because mine is, like, again, like, definitely concerts sometimes it's hard but like mine also is like when I go visit my parents it's so quiet there they live on a farm mm-hmm. either has to be really loud for me or really quiet too no, or, I get but also that. like really I no. love cities too though like yeah. I love Chicago when I first visited, visited Chicago like my sensors were like going off mm-hmm. like it was like I gotta go home and write a book like yeah. you know? <laughs> everything
1: I think you definitely need to interview more artists because I think if you do, You'll notice that you're yeah. very similar. Like, it's weird. They all have the same kind of mm-hmm. mindset.
0: What do you like most about being an artist?
1: I could think of so many things I don't like about it. But oh, like,
0: share Those two, then.
1: It's a different thing. Have you seen Rudolph? This is how I always explain Rudolph, it. Rudolph. Like, Rudolph. Like, the old Rudolph. Like, the claymation okay, Rudolph.
0: Okay. That, that's what I thought you were talking about. But then I was like, I don't know if that's what he's no, talking about. That seems I too thought, obvious. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like such an obvious answer. Yeah. Yes, I've seen Rudolph. Yeah.
1: You know how... Rudolph and Ernie, they sing that Misfit song, like, every yeah. time they do something. Yeah. That's how I feel like an artist is. They're so... Ooh. Like, Rudolph is with all these reindeers and he only has a red nose. Like, that's the only thing that's different about him. And Ernie is with all these elves. He just wants to be a dentist. That's so little, but they feel so different. And people look at them so differently for one little thing. I think that's how artists are. I'm gonna be honest. Because I work at a coffee shop and I see painters come in all the time or people who write or something like that and they'll sit somewhere and you can tell a lot of people around them are like, what are you doing? It's true.
0: Yeah. Like something's being born right there.
1: But it's weird because if somebody went in there by themselves and did like math, they would be like, okay, that's what, okay. That's normal.
0: You know? like Yeah.
1: It's weird stuff like that. And I'm like.
0: You're giving me words for how I feel sometimes. Like when I'm like. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I want to do this, but like, I want to yeah, do this. Exactly. And like, why do I feel so different than yeah. everyone else? Cause I have this dream of doing things that I don't want to be like everyone else. I've always been that way. I mm-hmm. want to be like everyone. Exactly. else.
1: Exactly. And I think too, especially with my friends, none of my friends are like me mm-hmm. and it's so weird talking to my friends because they just don't get it. I used to get really mad I was like, why Why don't you get it? Mm -hmm. But now I've just understood that, oh, they're not quote unquote artists. They just don't have the same mind. So that's That's probably something I don't like about it. What's something I like? Maybe it is because I'm different. I remember when I was a senior in high school. Maybe I wasn't a senior. I was in high school. I went to lunch one day and I was sitting with my friends and I was really mad. Like I was super upset. I think I got a bad grade. Like my parents were getting on my nerves or something. I don't know.
0: Same. (laughs) But yeah,
1: I was upset. And then I remember one of the girls, she was my friend and she was sitting at the table. She was like, Arthur, what's wrong? And then I was about to say what was wrong. And then she was like, wait, wait, wait. Before you say that, remember, you're Arthur Rocker. You can't be mad. I was so upset when she said that. But then I didn't say anything. And I thought, You know what? She's right. I put up this front or this stage presence all the time. Oh yeah,
0: like you just were on Instagram saying it's National Arthur Rocker. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so people
1: (laughs) people automatically think when they meet me like I'm this sort of different person who's always happy, always doesn't ever get sad. But that's
0: what scares me. I want to be Coley who wears her heart on her sleeve. Yeah, I've always been that way. I want to be that way. So, like, that scares me to think, like, you're Arthur Rocker. You can't no, be mad. Yeah. Does that scare you? Oh,
1: it's that's always been the scariest thing. I remember being little and thinking, like, it would be amazing to go on tour. But I don't know if I could emotionally uh-huh. go yeah. on stage every night and basically put my heart out in yeah. front of these people. I don't know. Like, I don't really know you. And I'm yeah. singing about things that happen to me that are really personal each night and make it entertaining. That's a hard thing to do. It is. And especially in your shoes too, like speaking or being a host, like you have to be very, very personal
0: and constantly. Like that's your job. Yeah. And so
1: that's like, hmm, but still do it.
0: Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Same to you. So still go for do it, it. Yeah. I don't know what your opinion is on Ariana Grande, but you know, every time she does sing, thank you next. That has to hurt a little. It
1: does. I bet it does.
0: You know, like I know yeah. that, like no matter what anyone's opinion on that song, that's a, that's
1: a hard song. That's
0: a hard song to sing. That is yeah. a lot of pain with just a few names in it. Like I do have a lot of respect for her that she's able, yeah. to go out and. You're right. Talking it's a about hard thing. putting your heart out there, like those memories still flash through her mind. I'm yeah. sure, no matter.
1: I talked to one of my. Where she's at? Fr- yeah, I talked to one of my friends, Paul. His name's Paul Vincent. He's a singer songwriter. You have so many guys. Like, can I meet all
0: your friends? <laughs> They're please? so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, know all their names.
1: But I told Paul one day. I remember I was like, dude, I could see myself like. Because I remember being little and as horrible as it sounds, I remember thinking like,
0: you're giving kids permission to dream. You're good. Yeah, but
1: <laughs> but I remember thinking though, hearing about these, I guess singers who go on tour and they go like into depression. I used to always think that's so weird. Yeah. Like you're living the dream. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember telling Paul, like I was like, I can see that being so vulnerable. And Ariana Grande is a perfect example because, yeah, just that song. Yeah. She has to do that every night. She,
0: honestly, like a yeah. uh, speaking of artists, she has lived a hard artist life. She had to mm-hmm. deal with Manchester. I don't know how anyone oh, yeah, can recover.
1: Yeah, that's horrible. I don't know how as an yeah. artist you
0: can recover from that. I seriously don't. Jason Aldean's another one with what happened in Las Vegas. Like, I do not know. Was he?
1: Wait, with the shooting mm-hmm. in Las Vegas? He was that there? That was his show. That what? That mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. I
0: don't know how as an artist you recover from that. And I know that's not my conversation to have. I still don't know. I have no idea. I yeah. pray for them. And like, so thankful they do what they do. Because it like gives us, it sets an example. Of, like, we're just going to trust. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we just can't, like, we don't say no because then they win. It's hard.
1: Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. The artist's life is hard.
0: It is hard. But
1: with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. So you gotta love it. And great it. joy. And great joy. Yeah, exactly. It's so good. Yeah. I do love the feeling of it hasn't happened to me actually personally. Yeah. But I talked to Faith about this. I said, I think if a kid or a grown up came up to me one day and said, Arthur Rocker, you know that movie you were in? Or you know that song you did? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. They like it changed my life.
0: I know. I <laughs> love those moments. I
1: I feel like if that happened to me, like, I would say, okay, I'm done. Like I finally did it.
0: Well, okay, I will tell you yeah. this. So that didn't even your answer song- your question, though. No, but- <laughs> it did. It totally yeah. answers my question. That like that is like that's a joy being an artist. So I will tell you this. I want everyone to go listen to this song. So serenity. serenity. <laughs> you're okay, say I that? literally play that a lot. Like I've been listening to your music Thank a lot you, recently. Yeah. But even when I first like met you, I started listening to serenity. That song's puts very a, personal. Well, it puts me in a good heart space. I don't know why. I like it. It's real easygoing. It's,
1: that's weird that you say that.
0: I mean, I know it's I know it's hard. I know that you want to stab school with a big knife or yeah. whatever. Like I love that line. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's changed my life in a little bit of like it does put well, me in a good yeah. head space. And thank I, you. Yeah, yeah, I love that song. What can you share a little bit about that?
1: That song actually on that EP, that was the first song that we finished and it was weird. We had the track, like we had the beat, all of that. And then I went home that night and I was like, what am I going to write about? And then it came really natural, that song. I liked a girl at that time so much, Mm -hmm. but she did not like me at all. And I remember a week before she said, Arthur, you always say that you're going to be a big star and all this, but I don't think you will. I wrote about that in that song. Yeah. So the point of the song is maybe if I get all of these things, I'll have serenity. Maybe I'll have peace. But who knows? That's why I wrote it.
0: So on the receiving end, mm-hmm. I don't didn't know all that. Story. Exactly. And yeah, so you're would've... singing about serenity. Like maybe if I get have all these things and we all know the answers. Is no. no, exactly. Yeah. But because you are kind of like proclaiming that. hmm. Me, who's on the other end, who's maybe had a crazy day, or just like maybe just not even have any thoughts at all. Like I feel like that song carries peace. Really? Yeah. Good. I keep you. Yeah. saying like it puts me in like a good headspace. I'm like, okay, like I feel yeah. loose. I don't feel anything that I feel like is a negative emotion. Mm-hmm. I just like feel like it carries peace. I mean, I'm sorry that you had to walk through that. But no, I mean, yeah. Thank you I, for I'm the good headspace. No, vibes. I, I tell
1: people all the time. Like I love when. <laughs> no, I don't. But I, <laughs> I kind of love... When I think back, I love the bad things that happened to me because they're great songs. Oh,
0: my gosh. There's, that's yeah. That's kind of how I am, too. <laughs> I'm like, man, that hurt, but that's a good story.
1: Exactly. And Ben, I remember after we did that song, he was like, this is the one. Like, this is a hit. Because it was personal. I didn't really think about it. And then I remember actually one night I was with one of my friends and... He sent me like he emailed the final version to me and I was in the car with one of my friends and then I was like, hey, dude, can I put this on the aux? Like this is going to be my first time listening to it, and I want to see if you like it. And then so we listened to oh, it.
0: I would have never listened to it with a friend. And that would have scared me to death.
1: I learned my lesson because do you know what he said? He said, that's good, but it's too personal. And then I was like, really? And then he was like, yeah, no one's ever going to like that because it's just too personal. But look. That's everybody's favorite Arthur Rocker song. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of a yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, everyone needs to go listen to that song because, like I said, it, I feel like it carries peace.
1: Thank and you. It yeah. Really do,
0: and it like, I, I I know I keep saying, but like it just it kind of like feels like a reset. Like I just am like, okay, like things are not bad, things are not good, they're just what they are. No. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Serenity. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Okay, is there anything else you want
1: to say before Um, I ask you the
0: final question?
1: You know what? I do want to say something. Say
0: something. Go ahead. Everybody just say something. (laughs) To all
1: the listeners, because I think what you're doing is a very, very important thing. And I think people need to understand how important this is. Back to the whole artist thing. Supporting your local artist is a super important thing to do, not just because... Artists usually don't make it, but it's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's so cool that you're actually doing a podcast and you have this, I don't know, this theme of, I feel like your theme is like life.
0: Yeah. Like I feel like,
1: yeah, you just want to know about life, like what's going on.
0: I love what my friends do and I want to support them and give them a voice in any way that I yeah, can.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. But
0: I genuinely, what I want people to know is like, I genuinely am intrigued. Like I don't take any emotion when I'm on here. Yeah. Like. So thank you for saying that. Oh, like, yeah. Thank you. It's true. I do love being in the know, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I do love got, what's going who on. Who does yeah. yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, no that, problem. Actually, that really means a lot to me because-
1: Yeah, keep doing it because- It's not
0: always easy. And mm-hmm. you know that more than oh, anybody. Yeah.
1: I'm going to tell you easy. a story. Okay. And I want everybody to remember this story. So I have a friend. She's amazing. She can draw very well. She can paint. Probably the best I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I do think one day I have this feeling and I, I know I shouldn't say this and I shouldn't feel this way. There's going to be a time in her life where she's just going to stop doing it. And then I think when she stops doing that, she's going to also have a period in her life where it's going to be weird. I say that because me and her talk a lot because she...
0: And this is just a gut feeling you have?
1: Yeah, because she talk, we talk about life how we're so different from most people i kind of always encourage her i'm like okay go home and you paint you draw you draw every week like it's your job like yeah. do it all the time i just feel like she's getting in a space where people around her are like you have to quote unquote grow up or you have to get a real job
0: oh this is a good topic yeah keep yeah
1: going. and she's about to get married actually i feel like she thinks that she has to put that away and no Don't do that because I think.
0: Yeah. So speak to that person who's going to do something like she's doing. Might do.
1: Yes. Don't do it. Like I said before, it is a gift. So many people pray and dream and want this gift of acting or speaking or drawing or singing. It's such a crazy gift because when you have it, you don't think it's that cool. Right. Until that moment where you change somebody's life.
0: That you know, makes complete sense. Yeah, so... I was going to say, like, I always get so scared when people think that their job is going to get in front of, like, their creativity. Mm-hmm. That terrifies me for people.
1: Because
0: yeah. I'm like, please don't. Like, just 15 minutes. Just 15 mm-hmm. minutes of it a day.
1: I've prayed for years. Like, since I was, like, a kid. Like, I remember being, like, six and thinking about this. I don't ever want to have a time in my life where I'm just having a boring job it's making money like, that's just not I don't know that's yeah, just not I me yeah I even think yeah. in the boring
0: job though I think there is space for creativity there if is. Someone who is and if someone truly if that is their gift I think that that's just gonna go no a yes way. that's true but I want people to know like you do have to be intentional about it but also like I kind of feel like just start with 15 minutes do 15 minutes of it a day and watch it grow
1: exactly so to all the artists out there, keep doing it.
0: Keep doing it. Don't give up. It's so worth it. It's such a gift to yourself. It is, even. yeah.
1: I, and I think that's why I've always liked Disney. Because I think their whole motto is magic and dreaming.
0: Yeah. I love
1: that. Dream. That's so cool. Dream. Yeah.
0: I always say that. I feel like I'm dead if I'm not dreaming.
1: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's like me it too. Is. Yeah. I
0: like the they dreamers do. to get persecuted, but don't stop dreaming. Mm-hmm that's I mean, good it was, well, you, you've had some really yeah. good, <laughs> good like yeah. wisdom drops here in this the name of this podcast is still with you mm-hmm. and so i always close the show with this question and i love this question so where is god still with you
1: you do always ask this
0: mm-hmm. you listen to the show You should. i know do this yeah you do, i
1: should have yeah i don't know like everywhere in my life yeah and i think it's so clear Because
0: it's clear when you when people meet you, you have this like contagious. Thank you. But it doesn't feel forced.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's true. If I could write a book or put out a movie of Arthur Rocker's whole life. (laughs) And if you saw my childhood and you saw like what little baby Arthur Rocker was or had to go through. When I was little, I always felt different from everybody. So I feel like I had no choice but to trust in God. Like I had no choice. Mm -hmm. I I remember like when I got in high school, like when I started doing kind of serious Bible studies, one of the topics was praying. And I remember I was like, I don't need to do a Bible study on this because that's the easiest thing for me. Mm -hmm. I can talk to God all day long. But I guess to answer your question in my life. Yeah. Yeah. In my art. And that's so good yeah. that you
0: walk, you can look back and you see like where he's moved.
1: Oh yeah, I could. Because you know you, a lot yeah. of people don't. Oh yeah, they
0: just like they don't think about it.
1: I think if they really thought about it though.
0: That's the problem. though. a lot yeah. of people don't. When I cannot physically see like what's going like going to happen or something, I have to remember like when God was faithful, like when He provided mm-hmm. or like when He did answer that prayer. I need to be reminded of that because I so easily forget, and I think that's what people do is they so easily forget.
1: I just watched this sermon. The pastor who was talking, he told a story about how he has a three-year-old daughter. And the three-year-old daughter came up to him one day Mm -hmm. and said, Hey, when I turn five, can we go to Disney World? And then he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And then she was like, no, dad, I need you to promise me when I'm five years old, we're going to Disney World. And then he said, yeah, yeah, whatever, I promise. Her fourth birthday... She said that again. She was like, next year, we're going to go to Disney World, right, Dad? And then he was like, yeah, 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 whatever. The fifth birthday, she said it. We're going to Disney World. And he forgot. And he said it was the weirdest thing to him because he finally realized that I'm going to promise this girl, the girl that I probably love the most in the world, my daughter, this, and I can't keep it. But God promises me all of these things constantly and keeps them. Wow. That's crazy. And then he started talking about how. Um,
0: I really needed to hear that. Like, uh, yeah, really, yeah, It was good. So yeah. good.
1: <laughs> but he was talking about like Joshua when he. What is it? Jericho. Jericho when he, yeah. When yeah. he went to Jericho in the Bible, it like says that God is literally saying to him, he's like. Okay, you're at these walls. I get that. But you have to do a few more things. You're going to have to walk around them. You got to do all these weird things. But it's yours. You're here. It's good. But you just got to do this stuff first. And it's weird to think about that God promises Arthur Rocker or anybody all of these things. And he's going to for real do them.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah and that's such a kind of like... Uh, that feels good. You know, yeah. Oh,
0: it's serenity. Like it really it's is. Serenity. It is. So good. Yeah. I mean, but that so ties into like that he's still with you. Like, like those promises don't change. You know, like mm-hmm. he is going to provide, he is going to like continue like pursuing us yeah. in love and plans that he has for us.
1: I think too, that's why I love kids so much. hmm Because if I tell a kid that in church, like, if I tell a kid, like, God is going to promise you all of these things and they're going to happen, a kid is going to be like, yeah, he or she gets it right away.
0: Yeah. And it's so weird. Like, God we- has amazing plans for your life. Like, that's a promise. I And, like, know. you have, like, someone's going to hold it, on to that.
1: But, yeah. but, like, I don't know. Like, grownups don't, if I told a grownup that today, sadly, probably, a grownup might say, I don't
0: know. But, see, I think God is teaching you through your love for, like, working with his children. Like, I think I see something. Like I feel like this season of your life is, like, preparing you for something that's coming. Yeah. And you're going to, like, use, like, what you learned, like, in these hours that you spend, like, pouring your energy into these kids' lives. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's wasted. I feel like it's preparing you for something.
1: Oh, it is. I know it is. I work, actually, at Hillcrest in the children's ministry. Mm -hmm.
0: But you're also working at PBS where you're doing that, too. Yeah, that's
1: true. I didn't even think about that
0: that's what i thought of when yeah. you
1: yeah i didn't even think about that we're well,
0: reading books to kids at pbs and doing yeah. all these things right yeah
1: and yeah. i'm really it's weird too because at pbs kids i feel like <laughs> i really talk to the kids yeah like I, there's been a lot of times where i've sat down with a bunch of kids and we've just talked they're yeah. babies they're like five and four
0: yeah
1: and they're telling me about their life and it's cool i love it yeah
0: i'm so amazed by your life it's awesome
1: Thank you. Thank you. All
0: right. You got anything else?
1: No. Keep listening to this podcast, though. Yeah. Keep
0: listening to Arthur Rocker.
1: Yeah. You're Go coming out Arthur with new yeah, You better come like. Out new music. One day I'll.
0: You better come to me first when all that new music. You no, know,
1: you're going to get the exclusive. <laughs> L- listen, Radio Disney and the Kids' Choice Awards and Good Morning America, they said they want the exclusive on the next Arthur Rocker album. Oh, I said no. This
0: is a big I promise. Said no. You guys heard it. This yeah. Is, <laughs> all right. there we go let's do it -hmm. let's do it thank you so much for being on the show yeah come back anytime
1: i'll be back i'll be back
0: guys i so hope you enjoyed this episode with my friend arthur rocker i was having so much fun talking to him about his dreams being an artist and some pop culture references in there it was so much fun Please go listen to his music. You can find all of it on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and SoundCloud. Go check out his videos on his YouTube channel. You can find all of this in the show notes of this podcast, which are on my website, Coleybrowning.com. You can contact me through my website or you can also reach me through Instagram. And my handle there is at Coley Browning. That's K-O-H-L-I-E, and browning like the rifle. I would love to get to know you and also Go follow Arthur on all of social media. Again, all of that will be in the show notes for you to connect with him. But he is always creating new content, doing those fun polls through his Instagram story. I love doing those. Those are so much fun. And don't be surprised if he DMs you. I'm so thankful for my friends who do music. You guys know that I have a special place in my heart for my creative friends who are putting hours and hours into making music that... Inspires me to keep going and to know that there is hope. I don't want this podcast to be about me. I want it to be about my friends and Jesus and ultimately Jesus, but people that are open to God using them in their lives and are doing good things for this world. By supporting this, you're ultimately supporting them. And I just cannot thank you enough. So, may this episode be just a sweet encouragement for you today as you are continuing to do life. And I just hope that you are reminded of the wonderful, amazing, redeeming love of Jesus. I pray you go into this world and that you are bold and you are brave and that you are you. Because remember, He is still with you.
1: I just need a remedy. I need some peace. Serenity, yeah You were my only love I'll
0: never let you go That one that's left alone Is sweet